Welcome to Women Leading the Way Radio Show, where each time you'll hear from successful women CEOs, executives, and professionals, where we'll discover how they do what they do to be successful in business. We'll be interviewing women who have overcome big challenges, women who have incredible stories of lessons learned in dealing with adversity. We'll even interview women who have started and grown successful organizations and women who are C-level executives with unique talents and positions. Our goal is to bring successful businesswomen together to share how they're leading the way in business today. Good afternoon and welcome to Women Lead Radio, brought to you by Connected Women of Influence. I'm Jeanette Chasworth, host of Joy-Filled Living Radio Show. And today our topic is on facial geometry. What's facial geometry? Well, you're going to find out. I have the honor, the pleasure of meeting one of the most fantastic women on this planet. When I learned this, it changed my life. I've brought this system into my design, and it's what makes my designs different than everybody else's. This woman is an incredible artist and jewelry maker. I think 98% of my jewelry comes from her, and every time I wear it, I get compliments because it has all the right elements into it. So, Catherine, welcome to Catherine Moffat of Catherine Moffat Designs. She is amazing. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Jeanette. It's a pleasure to be here. It's always wonderful to talk with you, and I appreciate uh, your invitation to join you today to talk about my favorite subject, which is my artwork and all the fun things that I get to play with, with my beautiful gemstones and all of that. So why don't you talk a little bit about your passion for jewelry? What makes your jewelry different? I mean, there's so much that makes your jewelry different because I know I go out to the stores and I'm like, "Uh, whatever, like it's crap. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) what you do is so unique. So let's talk about, first of all, how did you find this passion for jewelry and Let's talk a little bit about what you do that's different. What I do that's different is pretty much everything. I mean, my feeling is if you can buy it at Nordstrom's or Macy's, I will, I'll drive you there. I'll, I'll take you there myself <laughs> because um, I just, I see jewelry. I think I see jewelry very differently than uh, the masses do, or certainly than Madison Avenue does. Um I think they're trying to sell you jewelry as art. And uh, I don't see jewelry as art. I see jewelry as a picture frame. I see the wearer as art. The the person who wears the jewelry is what's beautiful. And, um, you know, we are beautiful. Ourselves, our persons, our lives, our, the energy that we have is what's beautiful. And so I design jewelry that accents that, that shows that, that, highlights that that brings out the specialness of each individual and when you go and you buy the jewelry that's like at Nordstrom's or Macy's or any of the jewelry store it's identical to what millions of other people are wearing and yet we are unique there there's no one like us so uh, you know that's kind of my founding principle of what I do is that it's all one of a kind because we are all one of a kind. And it's in the celebration of that that I, I really have a lot of fun. 
That is the um, wonderful thing about working with you, and it's also sometimes the bad thing about working with you, is yeah. Catherine only does one-of-a-kind stuff. Like, so if you go, oh, I want one just like that, well, she'll, she'll do a variation of it. But um, yeah. one of the first necklaces I bought from her had this beautiful dragonfly on it, and it had a, um, it was on an antique button. And I took off my shirt with a glass, with a, and it, it ripped, and I called her, and I'm like, can you? She's like, I, unfortunately, I was able to glue it back together. And there's been a couple of times I lost an earring. I'm like, Catherine, I need to, she goes, no, I'll make you a different pair, but that's it. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. But yeah, I started. You really have one of a kind. They are well. One of the reasons why they're one of a kind is a. I have a short attention span, and um, I don't want to duplicate it because it's boring. And second, because a lot of my jewelry, um, I'd say the majority of it comes from antique bits and pieces that I've gathered from my travels around the world. And from, I am a, a flea market, an antique shop, a thrift shop sale junkie. I'm, I'm just, I can't resist these places. And I grew up uh, with antique uh, collecting parents. And so uh, I'm just attracted to these little bits and treasures from all around the world. And I lived in Europe. And while I was there, I just would have so much fun going through these flea markets and would find, uh, you know, boxes of antique buttons, and there's just only so many of them. And once they're gone, they're gone. They're not making those anymore. And uh, I started uh, making jewelry at the level that I'm making now, um, making earrings and things out of these buttons. And, um, you know, I can't duplicate them because simply they don't exist. And... um, you know, I like that, that uh, it makes them unique. And, um, you know, I always wanted something special. I grew up with three sisters. And, uh, you know, my mom would make us all identical dresses. And then we would have identical little headscarves and identical little shoes and identical little this and identical little that. And I felt like, oh, my gosh, I'm such a little cookie cutter. And I hated that. And I wanted something special. And I wanted something that was just me, you know, that wasn't exactly like everyone else. And so when I became a designer, that was my opportunity to really, really delve into the uniqueness of each individual because I wasn't just like my sisters. I'm different. And I wanted kind Let's of Let's talk a yeah. little bit more about some of those antique baubles because you like you really use pipes, you use like prayer boxes. And let's talk about all oh, the yeah. little, the, yeah, because I think that's so – you don't see these things anywhere else. No. And you um, make jewelry I, out of them. One of my first international places I went, and I was like 17 years old, I went to Japan. And uh, part of a Japanese kimono is a thing called an enro, and it's a little box, little pouch thing that's carried, and they carry like coins and monies and things like that in it. And they're very intricately carved and beautiful. And the old ones, the artistry is just incredible. And I started collecting them. And they can be very expensive, but not always. And uh, I brought them back, and I would buy them from collectors here. And then I do have some reproductions that are exquisitely done. And I 
made them into necklaces. And uh, people were fascinated by them. And um, then I would find, like, Victorian sterling silver card cases because calling cards were such a part of that culture. And so I would hang those around the neck. And then it was like, you know, I look at things and it's like, can I hang that around your neck? <laughs> what is it? I think it's fun to wear a necklace that when you walk into a room, you know, after a bit, they become conversation pieces. Um, yes. I always felt kind of socially awkward. And I learned that if I had something that could start a conversation, it would pave the way for conversations that would lead to more conversations and make my stay there more comfortable. And um, so, you know, I was an actress at one point in my life, and and I hated going on these mixers and things. And so I would wear something different, and it was a way of breaking the ice. And so today I use the jewelry as a way of breaking the ice to make social interaction easier. And uh, one of the pieces that I wear that uh, I've made for other people is – I bought at an auction a lot, meaning a group, of old broken Meerschaum smoking pipes. And a Meerschaum mm-hmm. smoking pipe, I don't know if you're familiar with them, they're like the pipes that Sherlock Holmes used to smoke, you know, with the fancy carving of the the sea captain or the mermaid or, you know, sometimes they're like a naked lady or they're animals or things like that. And they're made out of Meerschaum, which is a, a stone that actually floats, and they come from Turkey. And the artistry and the carving is extraordinary. And they were quite the deal, turn of the century, 1900, uh, about that time frame and later. And so I figured, well, it's got a hole that goes through it, so it must be a bead. And I started <laughs> making them into... The necklace is, yeah, but if it's got a hole in it, and or it could have a hole in it, then it must be a bead. And uh, I started making them into necklaces, and they're fascinating, absolutely fascinating. They're looking. Yeah, they're cool and, looking. And they're and I found, smaller pipes. So it's yeah, like you've got I get the ladies huge. one. Yeah, yeah the they're smaller. Smoke them, uh huh. The ladies smoke them, and they smoke them with opium. <laughs> So it's kind of fun to wear these things and think about the history that was there. You're literally wearing history. And yeah. think about what was what was this lady thinking when she was wearing this? And they're very ornate, very elaborate, and um, they're fabulous. And those I sell through art galleries across the country. And um, it's much less expensive if you buy them from me. But you can buy them from the art galleries if you want. Um, <laughs> they're fun. They're a lot of fun. But it's it's kind That's of awesome. a, it's it's the perfect job for me because my way of playing is being a hunter gatherer, find these little trinkets and treasures that just really tickle my fancy, and then I can turn them into uh, um, jewelry. And uh, you know, the jewelry's not for everybody. Um, I've made jewelry out of everything from plastic dinosaurs. That was during COVID when I just needed to make myself laugh. I mean, everybody <laughs> needs a bright red pterodactyl once in a while. And um, I'm working on a piece right now that little China British baby dolls. 
and uh, oh, it's wow. just so cute. Yes, fun. <laughs> well, we'll have to look at that. You'll have to put some pictures on your website or something when it's done. Yeah. So we're going to take a quick moment and recognize one of our sponsors. The okay. Women Lead Radio today is brought to you by Connected Women of Influence and our partner, National University. National University is proud to be one of the largest private nonprofit universities founded in 1971. The National University mission is to provide access, accessible accessories, accessible, <laughs> um, sorry, accessible, achievable higher education to adult learners. A National University education educates students from across the U.S. and around the globe with over 170,000 alumni. Thank you for your support, National University, and to all our sponsors and partners. So I love what you said about you're designing the frame for the art instead of it being the art. So let's talk right. a little bit about facial geometry and, like, how do we choose, like, how does that work and how do we choose jewelry to fit our facial geometry? Well, um, my specialty is facial geometry and what facial geometry means, what that term means is the shapes that make up your face. Uh, I mean, we grow up hearing, oh, you have a round face, or you have a square face, or you have a square jaw, or you have round eyes or almond eyes. You know, these are terms that we've heard always, and it's a very simplified version of what's there. Uh, an exercise that I'll have my clients do when they come visit me in the studio is I have a big mirror there and I have a dry erase marker and this is something that uh, anybody can do at home. Uh, I use a dry erase marker because you can just wipe it off. If you use a regular marker, you might just use alcohol to take it off so it's, it's not a big deal. You draw your face. One of the hardest things people do and it's a instinctual thing and it's across the board is looking at your own reflection. People have a hard time just looking at your reflection, not putting any makeup on, just looking at your own face. Uh, people don't like that. Uh, I mean, unless you're a narcissist or something weird, that's different. Um, and so when they come into my studio, I have them really look at themselves. What do you really look like? And most people don't know. Um, they think they know. But basically what they know about themselves is what they've been told by others. And so I have them draw themselves in the mirror. Either you look in the mirror, close one eye, and outline your own face, or draw, it, draw what you see in the mirror right next to your face. And do it kind of Picasso style, using very elementary geometric shapes, triangles, rectangles circles, ovals, uh, and draw shapes within shapes of what you see. And this is more telling of what's actually there. Is this making sense? Absolutely. So far? Okay. I came across this. Um, the background on how I came to this was I have a neurological disorder, which is how I came to jewelry in the first place. I was an actress, had a wonderful career, loved it dearly, 
had a horrible flight down, uh, had a horrible fall down the flight of stairs that ended my career rather suddenly. And suddenly I was in bed. You know, it was like I was successful, hot at the top of my career one day. It was over, flat on my back the next. And it was like, okay, what do I do now? And suddenly I'm spending half my life in x-rays and MRI tubes. And I'm looking at pictures of my own skull and my own head. And uh, out of sheer boredom, I started tracing it and outlining it and noticing these shapes. Uh, People had always said, you have an oval face. Well, yeah, but I've got a rectangle forehead. I've got a heart-shaped chin. I've got almond-shaped eyes with circle middles. I've got triangle-shaped cheeks. I've got a rectangle nose with a circle on the end. And I started looking for the shapes within the shapes. And why this is important is because when I design and I'm making jewelry, every shape that makes up the jewelry is a shape that already exists in the face. So the way you draw attention to a person's face, the way the frame draws attention to the artwork is by mirroring shapes and colors that nature has already put on the face. Mother Nature does not make mistakes when she designs a beautiful face, and everyone's face is beautiful, absolutely exquisite. And so it's my job to pick out the geometry of the face, use those shapes in the jewelry so that the jewelry highlights the face, so that when you walk into a room and you're wearing a piece of my jewelry, the people in the room are going to say, Jeanette, you look amazing. They're going to see you, not the jewelry. All the time. If you, if you walk into a room and they say, oh, my God, look at that fabulous necklace that person's wearing. That's a great necklace. Then I failed to do my job. I'm yeah. not there to make I a get... fabulous necklace. I've totally no. failed to do my job. I want you to go in and, and have them say, Jeanette, you look fabulous. How are you? da 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 and then somewhere in the conversation, they'll say, gosh, I like that necklace. That's terrific. Then you can talk about the necklace. Yep. But I want them to notice you first. And so far, yep. by using the geometry method, that's what happens. And I hope that I wanna, makes sense. It does. And I want to I plug a little bit because you will do custom stuff. So yep. years ago, I had a miscarriage, and I called Catherine up. I said, I need some help. I, I want to make a mm-hmm. necklace to honor the baby. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and a lot of the stuff was out there with, like, these little feet and little could you, And, like, people were going to ask questions I want to answer. Mm-hmm. And I said, I want something that honors this little baby. So I went to her studio, and I found this bead. And what I saw at the moment was it was two inches long, and it was a wood carving, and it looked a little bit odd and it had holes in it well my miscarriage was at six weeks and I had another one previous one at eight weeks so that's all they kind of got to be was pods and Mm -hmm. this is what I want and then we could Mm -hmm. she helped me you know put some other beads and she did her magic I I do I work with you know we work I work with the color the face stuff but I do it design so together we created this this thing and we got all done she says Jeanette did you know this was dragonflies? So my first piece I bought from from her was this gorgeous dragonfly, and it has become a signature for me. 
Yeah. And yeah. it was two dragonflies facing each other. And I thought, this is the perfect thing. And then she created mm-hmm. this gorgeous necklace for me. So whenever I want to feel close to them, I can feel close to them. I don't have to have yeah. anybody asking me uncomfortable questions. Yeah. That's a loss that many women have had. And it's something that's always with you. And you don't want to have to go into the detail and then hear all the other stories. And and it's it's an emotional, it's difficult. You know, it's difficult. But sometimes you want to know that, you know, these little spirits are out there and that, you know, I lost mine at 16 weeks and, um, oh. you know, that's, it's, it's a, it's a challenge and we celebrate life in our own way. And I've done a lot of yes. jewelry to celebrate losses of spouses, losses of children, losses of, and sometimes losses of ideals. Um, but I also yes. do jewelry to celebrate victories and to celebrate personal victories and personal, you know, growth and awareness. And, and women right now are having a period in our lives where we're recognizing personal growth and personal power. And um, it's all very individual for each of us. And so I'm, you know, I love it when a woman comes to me and she says, I want to celebrate this about my life. And I says, I have the perfect thing. Let's do this. And you'll know what it is. And sometimes, we can put a message in it, um, and it's it's a way of empowering. It is. So and, I mean, that, that first yeah. dragonfly necklace I bought from you, it really just, mm-hmm. it helped me create sure. the whole persona of the color whisperer. I was starting yeah. that part of my yeah. life, and it was like, this is this is kind of who I am as, as a business owner. And you, yeah, it gave you power to heal. It did. And sometimes, it did. yeah, giving ourselves something that we can do in a situation where there's yes. nothing we can do um, is very healing and uh, very self-nurturing. And uh, that's something that, that we need to take time to do as women and as human beings on the planet is to take that time. Uh, the jewelry for me was very self-nurturing. I, I, uh, I mentioned earlier that I had you know, I had a very serious injury, and uh, I still am dealing with that. And, uh, you know, my life is very, very different in that I'm dealing with a disability now as a result from that. And my jewelry is, is how I express myself, and it's, um, it's my way of being fully present in every aspect of the world. Uh, and I, I travel through my jewelry. I'm not able to go to the places I once did but I'm able to bring them to me. And um, I now have the privilege, I work with women, uh, clients, men and women all over the world and uh, create custom pieces for them to celebrate their culture and to celebrate what they're going through. I just designed uh, a series of neck pieces for a uh, Incan uh, medicine woman in Peru. And uh, she came to me uh, and, and it was a wonderful thing. We worked via Zoom, uh, and it was a series of Zoom calls. And I've had uh, people from all over the world come to me now. And so it, it's traveling, but it's a little physically easier. <laughs> no pain. <laughs> <required. laughs> 
And yeah. you mentioned something, too. You said the color is in her face. Now, I think most yeah. of us are going to look like I've got brown eyes, I've got brown hair, but that's not really true, is it? Mm-mm. No. We have so many colors in us. And, again, let's go back to what I said about how difficult it is to look at ourselves. You can start by looking in the mirror and look at your eye. Now, make sure that you have good light. When you look inside the iris of your eye, uh, very few people have a solid color eye. Very, very few people. Um, Most people will have flecks and splashes of all kinds of colors or rings of colors. I grew up thinking I had brown eyes. And it wasn't until I went to the DMV and I'd been waiting in line forever and they'd been so rude and I stood there, he says, what color eyes do you have? And I looked at him, and I was mad, and he went, ooh, you got green eyes. And I was shocked. <laughs> I had no idea. I had no idea that I have what's called hazelnut eyes, and they change according to mood. But I had never looked at my eyes. All of my siblings had brown eyes, so I assumed I did too. And then when I look in the mirror, there's gold, there's brown, there's green, there's yellow, there's a little orange. Um, if I'm up too late, there's red. Um, and then when I look again, there's everything from white to peach to yellow to gold to brown. And all of these colors are colors that nature has put on me. And when I choose my clothing, this is the palette I choose from. Why? Because it reflects back on who I already am. There's no fight. When I put on bright blue, which is a color I don't have anywhere in my pigment, the first thing the eye goes to is the blue. You don't see me. You see the blue. Uh, And that's uh, one of the areas where I'm trained is in color, uh, but human color. When I walk into a room, I don't have your gift of being able to, to see how you design a room around a person. I do it with clothing and with jewelry. Um, But in the face, in the hair, uh, anyone's head, it's it's truly, truly a wonderful thing. And and when I learned about this stuff, um, it it truly changed my life. I mean, when she's talking, Mm -hmm. having the right jewelry on you is healing. It really, it gives you confidence. It, Mm -hmm. it, Mm-hmm. And it lets you be seen for who you are. So, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of times when you're out, people will say, oh, I love that, you know, your shirt, your pants, your 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 necklace. And, mm-hmm. okay, are they loving it on you or are they loving it for themselves? I'm very careful when I give compliments. I'll say, yeah, yeah I, I try not to say I love that. I'll say, but I'll say I like that on you. So I'm very, mm-hmm. especially because of who I am. I mean, with what you and I do, we have to be very clear about compliments like that. But right, I, most right. people, like they might, you might be wearing something they would wear and go, "Oh, I love that," and you think, "Oh, I feel pretty," and you don't. Maybe you don't actually mm-hmm. feel pretty. But these, the right colors, wearing the right shapes that reflect mm-hmm. you, gives you energy, and and it really can change your life. Well, I find that I have an entire wardrobe that is in my colors, that are all colors that look good on me. And it's, you know, I worked with a color specialist who did a palette for me, 
and um, I respect her. Uh, can I mention her? Jeanette? It's you. you. Yeah. It's Some Jennifer you, Butler, yeah. and you can go to JenniferButler.com. She's terrific. Uh, when I select things with an expert who sees me as an individual, not yes. uh, a person who's just trying to sell me what the latest fashion is. I'm not interested in fashion. Fashion will be out of style in an hour. You know, it's like, who cares? I want something that is style and not just style. I want my style. I want something that, you know, people will say, oh, that looks like you. Because I'm the only me there is. And I don't want to look like Jennifer Aniston or whoever the latest TV star is. Because that's not who I am. And uh, when I can go out and I wear, I can get dressed in five minutes because everything works. I don't have to think twice about it. I'm not hunting around. Does this go with that? Uh, Because it already goes and I already know it. My jewelry, I know, goes with my wardrobe. I don't have to think twice about it. I have the necklace that goes with the outfit because that necklace goes with everything. Um, it's, It's economic overall because you get a lot of wear out of it and you get a lot of uh, use out of the pieces that you buy. Yeah. Catherine, so why don't it, you give us your website? Let's give us your website real quick. Go, go to my website. We're already, done. We're already done. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's, it's uh, CatherineMoffettDesigns.com, K-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E. M-O-F-F-A-T, designs, plural, dot com. And there's a contact me thing on there. Just contact me. We'll set up a Zoom appointment and have some fun. That's awesome. Thank you so much for being our leading lady today. Um, It's always a pleasure talking to you. And I hope that you've enlightened many people. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. So take the time to buy something that's right on you. Exactly. Yes. Right on you is right. Not yeah, right on the, the masses, right yeah. on somebody else. All of our listeners, both in the U.S. and internationally, as we are an international show, after our show today, you can listen to Women Lead Radio on all subscription podcasts, specifically Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. It's been my sincere pleasure to be your today. Thank you, and have a great week. Women Leading the Way is produced by Connected Women of Influence, the premier private membership organization where like-focused, business-to-business executive and professional women connect, collaborate, and cultivate a vast network of high-level affiliations, resources, and professional relationships. For more information about Connected Women of Influence, please visit our website at connectedwomenofinfluence.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.